friends, welcome back to Grace and Growth. I'm your host, Bailen Gad, and you are listening to season two of the podcast. Um, you're about to listen to my conversation with Maddie Grasso. Uh, just a little FYI, I actually recorded this conversation about five months ago in April. However, I really enjoyed this conversation, and I think she said so many things that are still so applicable to today. Um, and with that, here's my conversation with Maddie. Hey everyone, I am here with my high school friend, Maddie Grasso. Um, Maddie, I will let you introduce yourself. Yeah, um, so hi guys, I'm Maddie. I'm currently a student at University of North Georgia. Um, I'm studying Arabic, I'm really big into languages, and I'm also really big into like being outside, hiking, and recently have been a really big Enneagram fanatic. Woo! <laughs> So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah. So like the last time I saw you was in high school and I feel like like just in one year, people change so much. So I'm just so excited to like hear how the transition from like high school to um, college was for you, especially because I know we both went to a really competitive high school. And so I just like want to know, like, how how was the transition for you? Like, so that's a really good question, talking about the competitive high school thing, because definitely part of the culture of the school that we went to was that it was so important that you had to work nonstop. You had to take all of the hardest classes. You had to be in all of the fancy and the prestigious clubs. Yeah. And I also had to balance work on top of that. I was an athlete for half of high school. And so I learned how important it was, right, to work hard, both just part of what was, like, required by the school to achieve. And also just because personally, like, I like to be successful. <laughs> so I feel like it both, like, helped me really well in college. But I could also say that with the exception of, like, the two months of college I spent um, doing at home online because of social distancing, high school was harder than my first year of college was. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. So that was when I get hit with a lot of, like, oh, if you went back, could you change anything? I was like... I may have let myself have a little bit more fun in high school because I think I like went too hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like I know you're an Enneagram type three and for the longest time I thought I was a nine, like a nine wing one but now I am like pretty convinced I'm also a three. Um, so like I want to know like how do you feel like that influenced like your competitiveness and like if you like how like how have you learned how to manage that because I know like having a drive is such such a blessing but it, it's also hard to relax sometimes yeah no my my first semester of college that's where that all kind of went crazy because my senior year was just so much stuff and it was all things that I was really proud of and that I loved doing and that I did because I wanted to get into these really fancy colleges wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. So I was like, let me just have the most impressive rap sheet ever so that I can do whatever it is that I figure out I want. And I approached my first year of college and I'm no longer in eight hard classes. I don't have an internship. I'm working about half as many hours a week as I used to and was in no clubs. So all I did was my classes and then kind of helped out and helped let eat a Bible study. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And it was both the best and at first the worst mm -hmm. thing ever because I was like, now I have free time. And I definitely struggled with 
thinking of like, oh, like I could be doing more here. Mm -hmm. I am not doing enough here. And so that was really difficult for me. And it's also me trying to study a new language that I'm not familiar with yet. Even just the the course material that I was trying to learn, I've moved from, I used to study Spanish and I now speak it fairly well. So I'd go to classes and I'd, I know there's a lot of improvement that I have to be making and a lot I still need to learn, but I knew what was going mm -hmm. on. Yeah, right? It was something I was good at. So I was stepping into something I wasn't already good at and not having enough on my plate where I feel like I could do more definitely was a struggle for a minute. Yeah, I know. Like, I can so relate to that. Like, being like, okay, what can I be doing with yeah. my time? Like, what, what, what can I be growing in or, like, doing now? But, yeah, it sounds like you really learned how to, how to balance it. So that's, that's awesome. Um, I, like, I guess you were kind of touching on it, like, um, but maybe you can expand on it more. Like, what do you feel like was the most challenging part about freshman year? I mean, like you kind of mentioned two two things that were really hard for you. Like, it was there anything else or? Yeah, it definitely a lot of it was that, but also just like leaving the core community group that I came from. Because one thing that definitely is a side effect of being competitive is also being really comparative. And so uh, I became very insecure about a lot of things until I found a lot of people who were like encouraging and supportive and people right where I didn't really worry about myself as much because I just enjoyed being in their company. But I went to this school. I knew people going in, but none of them were like my people that were my close friends. Mm -hmm. And so finding a community just off the bat definitely was difficult and so when I'm worried about finding new people and making new like deep close friends that isn't just surface then I'm also once again being like hyper aware and hyper corrective of my actions and what I'm saying and how I'm portraying myself how I dress how mm -hmm. I look and so I reverted back into that for a good minute and that was also just definitely not fun or yeah. beneficial and it's just not worth focusing on and so that yeah. was one that took a while to step back from Wow. That was so well said. Like, <laughs> yeah, so much self-awareness in that. I love the, um, like, one thing about being competitive is you're also very comparative. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's really profound. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm glad, like, yeah, I'm glad, like, you mentioned all of that because so relatable. Um, I also wanted to ask you because the podcast called Grace and Growth, what, what do you feel like, is one thing you've grown in and what's one thing like you feel like you've learned how to be more gracious to yourself in as well? Yeah, I would say one of the big things that I've grown in is definitely just being able to accept myself where I currently am. Because mm -hmm. one thing that I lost a lot of time with, I was an athlete for most of my life up until about my sophomore year of high school. And so there was that three year gap where I was not active basically at all because I went from work to volunteering to school and repeated that. And so I took my free time. And one of the first things I did was starting to go to the gym and working out. And one of the things that I realized is that when you aren't active for three years, when you try to be active, it's <laughs> very difficult. <laughs> I tried a lot of stuff. I was not great at it. Weights are still something I struggle with, especially upper body because I played soccer. Right. And so mm -hmm. I'm just stepping into an environment, putting myself out there and being awful at it. <laughs> and it's like yeah. a long time for me to be OK with like, OK, everybody is on their different track. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm going and I'm doing something I haven't done in years. This is going to be beneficial for me. Right? I'll feel better about how I look. I'll feel better. The, the serotonin from yeah. that. Right. And they'll give me a moment to kind of 
be calm and shut my brain off for the day because I'm just worrying about finishing this mile and my legs hurting. So that was a big one where I really just had to give myself the grace of like, I'm not perfect at this. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not a marathon runner. So I'm not going to be the best person in this gym at anything. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like having grace, like for the growth that I'm in, if we're putting it that way, that like, it's okay that I'm not where I need to be yet because I'm, I'm on the way there. Yeah, I like I loved how you said it. Like, I feel like that's definitely something that I'm learning. And it's so hard to just give myself grace for where I'm at, like right Mm -hmm. now, because I realize like, I can be very image conscious. And when you're very image conscious, like, you feel like you always have to portray a better version of who you are. Yeah. And like, you I just like, I think I have this idea, like, if I'm better, then I'm more worthy. And like, I attach like, how I'm doing or how like like if I'm doing better or worse to like my my level of worth and like ish when you do that it's so unhealthy especially because like I'm learning like my family and also God they they all love me like exactly where I'm at and like they love me if I'm not healthy or they they love me just as much as when I'm healthy and like learning how to love myself in that that way too is hard but it's also really good. Yeah, I like that you point that out because that was one of the things that helped me realize it is I'm a really big encourager. And so if anybody had said anything that I'm saying that I'm insecure about, right, like I'm really not that great at this whole gym stuff, or I feel like my classes are too easy, or I feel like I'm not that accomplished right now, I'd sit there and I'd be like, like, oh, well, like you're doing great. You're putting all your effort in. I'm so proud of you for trying. Like you're going after something you believe in. That's awesome. And so I brought that up to someone and they're like, why can't you just like say that to yourself? Yeah, dang. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why it's so much harder for us to be encouraging to ourselves than to other people. Like I yeah. I don't I don't I don't know why, but like, yeah, I feel like it's not always modeled a lot in society. Or like when it is modeled, it can like tend to be like it can be portrayed as arrogant and like Yeah. I I don't, I think like, I think the more you love yourself, the more you expand like your capability to love others and love them where they're at because you learned how to do that for yourself. Like, yeah, so. That's a really cool way to put that, yeah. And that's the big one of like being secure in yourself versus being Mm. secure in yourself compared to other people. Oh, Because it's easy easy to feel cool if you're winning, right? But that's not healthy or consistent. Yeah. And it's not going to last. So it's it's where that is of like, okay, like I'm cool because I'm trying and I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing yeah. well because I'm better than than the people around me. Yeah. I learned like confidence and humility. Those two things go hand in hand because like when you're confident in who you are, you don't need to compare yourself to other people. But like when you're prideful, like sometimes confidence and pride can get like, they can be inner, people can interchange them, but they're not the same thing because when yeah. you're prideful, what you're doing is you're either a comparing yourself to other people and thinking you're worse than people, which is not healthy and being like you're insecure or you're prideful and you're thinking, Oh, like I'm better than people. Um, which is like also not healthy, but like when you're confident, it's like, I, I don't need to measure myself to a standard or to someone else. Yeah. So I like how you mentioned that. Yeah. That's a really good way to put that too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I actually want to ask you, right, with this whole journey of figuring out you're a three, right? What what did that look like with freshman year of college? Because I went to a school that's fairly easy to get into, so you don't have to be the most impressive person. So I can be in a group of people and kind of be a little bit impressive based on mm-hmm. high school, but at UGA, yeah. everyone has to be at the top of their game. So how is that? Okay, so it's taken me so long to think that I'm a three because mm-hmm. I... Like, when I read about the three, I hated it, and I was like, I absolutely (laughs) hope that I'm not a three, so I refuse to listen to any podcast, read anything about the three, because I was like, I am not a three. Absolutely not. And so, (laughs) it was actually with, like, my conversation with um, Enneagram 3 Anna, and she was talking about it, and I was like, oh my goodness, I think I need to go back and learn more about the three. And (laughs) And so, I did, and I think... For me, why I thought I was a nine for so long is because I have so many behaviors of a nine, but like Mm -hmm. my motivation to like be recognized or like be admired is so there, but I just never, I never acknowledged it because I think like for threes, it's so important to be successful. And to me, like, like acknowledging the fact that I want to be recognized or like I want to be admired I'm like that is so prideful like that is horrible that it's not success and I refuse to think I am like that (laughs) I acknowledge the unhealthy parts of like myself simply because I was like nope this is this is not gonna help me be like the goal that I want to be um but then like realizing like the realizing the really unhealthy parts of a three and like like acknowledging that yeah I have a lot of the unhealthy parts of the three but then also being like okay there's a lot of really good things that threes offer and like have and a lot of really good qualities and learning how to like balance those like I'm still like I recently I recently recently acknowledged this so I'm still on my journey on like learning (laughs) how to like be a healthy three and like not (laughs) not like try to strive for my worth and are not trying to like be recognized and like feeling like recognition is giving me worth type thing so because like for me it's just like so hard to do something for me instead of doing something like instead of doing something for other people so like learning how to balance that is like where I'm at right now so (laughs) that is so funny because that's something I still talk about that I struggle with really of like doing stuff for yourself Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I don't know if you want this to be religious or not, so you can totally edit this out, um, no, right? But I am a super involved camp counselor, and it's a religious camp, and a big thing it, that they mm. are all about, and I think it's so cool. They call it TAG. It's just time alone with God. So just setting so- yes, aside. I've heard of that. Yeah, so it's setting aside, like, some time in the morning to read the Bible, mm-hmm. um, right? And it's it's a really cool start to your day. And I absolutely love it so much. But a difficult thing for me was, like, if you just told me to do it and it's for me, I'm like, yeah, like, that's cute. But, like, Mm -hmm. I could be studying or I could be volunteering in that time. Like, I could Mm -hmm. be helping my mom in the kitchen. Um, And so it was that thing where I was like, yeah, that's cool. But, like, who does that help? Um, Nobody important. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Right? And then a layer of accountability was, like, put onto Mm -hmm. that where it of course it's nothing that's like forced or required but the camp was like if you guys want like we can start getting you together in small groups while we're right not able to meet in person and they were like we'll be able to talk about it a couple times a week about what you read and all of a sudden like a switch flipped and I was like oh great so I can do this now because it isn't for me it's so I can like participate in the discussion with other people 
right? And so it's one of those things where it's really hard to learn to just like do something for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think like the reason that I thought I was a nine for so mm-hmm. long is because like nines have a hard time like knowing that they matter. But I, I think like, yes, that's so me, but I think like the motivation on why that's me is different. Like, mm. it's just for me, I'm like, why focus on myself? I'm like, I could still project, like, portray myself as someone who's got it all together or like who's super successful and like not just, have like, to work on. like nonchalant and humble about it. Like, oh, that's yeah, 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 life. yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and not have to like do the hard work of like actually dealing with my emotions and actually like dealing with the parts of me that are like not healthy instead of just like portraying a a version of me that's like not authentic so yeah yeah that's a cool one too right because that like authenticity is so important that's the part that stinks Mm, yeah when you're an image conscious person and it's something I was talking about with someone recently of like the importance of that because I feel like the anytime you hear something that like impacts you is normally because someone like shared their story first like that's that's how I like feel like I'm starting to get close with people when like those walls are taken away so it makes you sit back and I don't ever think anything less of them either I'm like wow that's really cool that like you're willing to talk about it more so than like oh gross like problems yeah yeah (laughs) so right it's that level of authenticity that I feel like it just lets you like establish such a good connection with someone and really have like meaningful conversations and a meaningful Mm -hmm. relationship yeah I totally agree it's like I feel like if you're not willing to be real with people, like, there's a part of you that they'll never fully know. Like, I I just, like, I love getting to fully know people, but you can only fully know people when you're willing to be honest and when you're willing to be vulnerable and, like, authentic. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a fun one, right? Because you have to put yourself out there. <laughs> it is a fun one. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. And, um, like, Brene Brown said this. She's, like, the definition of courage is like when you do something and you can't measure like the outcomes like or not measure the outcomes when you don't know the outcomes and like every time you put yourself out there you don't know how people are gonna respond but like that's you being courageous and so excuse me that's like helped me be more like help me put myself out there more and also because like I know like every time I do it like I I feel like I'm giving people um allowing people to like do it yeah like mirror it back that's really thing. cool yeah yeah and so since we're talking about your right baby three journey so something <laughs> <laughs> I'm so that's excited so funny. for this for you because I don't know if this is just me always being intimidated by people but most mm-hmm. of my friends are not three so they're very hard to find right so I love like asking people with similar types to see how that like idea um and attitude is like reflected in different lifestyles and everything Mm. right so for me in quarantine not I'm a really big workaholic probably as a result of wanting to be really accomplished and Mm. being stuck Mm, in my house almost nonstop (laughs) gets frustrating right so how is this whole self-isolating thing like how how has that been right with that kind of like achievement mindset yeah well I mean I was like, what can I do with my free time? I will start a podcast and a website and a blog. But it's also been so good. Like, I needed to slow down. Mm -hmm. It's been so good to just not be doing so many things. Because in college, I got involved in every single club you 
name possible. Like I was at a different club every single day at so many different seminars. I love learning. So I was like, oh, this is interesting about growing carrots. Let me <laughs> attend. Yeah. So like it's been good to just like not have time to to just be outside and breathe. Um, but but yeah, it, I still like I still go on Eventbrite all the time and I'm like, what can I be learning today? Or like, <laughs> what 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 more could I be doing? But like I I'm really I feel like this quarantine, like what God has really been teaching me is like my being is so much more important than my doing. And so learning simply how to be has been good. <laughs> that is yeah, that is so well put too. And that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that I feel like that's God. Okay, no, that's always something I was jealous of about UGA. It's just all those opportunities, right, for learning and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool, but I yeah. can see, right, because you're like, oh, like, I know all this. Like, I can do another. I can do another. I can do another. Yeah. Right? I'm like, how many could I go? Because <laughs> I went to literally as many. And then what that leads to is burnout. Like, when you don't have boundaries and you're just doing, doing, doing all the time it leads to burnout. And that's just, that's not, that's not a place where I want to be. Yeah, that's something I definitely approached over the last two months or so, right since late March and I had to move back in my house. I don't know what happened with my classes and professors, but everybody decided to make just coursework a lot more time consuming to make up for Mm -hmm. the gap of us not being in person. And so, right, I was working all day, every day, either on homework or I still had work, I would just do it virtually. And it was the same thing of like, when that that boundary isn't there, and I just have to get the stuff done. Mm -hmm. I never could give myself a time to stop and slow down. And that burnout is real. And it's tough, because then you hit the point, you're like, what can I do about this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and then it's like, when you hit burnout, you're like, man, now I can't be doing and like, if you don't, if you don't value your being more than you're doing, it's really hard like to to like set those boundaries and like not want to keep doing even though like you literally can't do right yeah <laughs> you're still burned out yeah because it gets difficult because it's like I don't want to do anything but this paper is due tomorrow and it's not yeah yeah. yeah let's see what yeah. happens here <laughs> yeah 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 that's definitely happened to me too yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah it's been really helpful to like actually listen to podcasts that like are my type and <laughs> I'm like I'm glad I spent hours upon hours learning about the nine when in reality I should have learned about the three <laughs> it's fine <laughs> yeah but <laughs> yeah yeah it's a journey I guess and I I think like in any journey that's why you really do need grace because like you were saying like grace as you're going is just so important yeah Yeah, I think just a general message, right, to all my kids are all just like my people in college. This is a really weird transition, especially if this is something new of just a reminder of like the place that you're in right now is something to be proud of, Mm. regardless of it's where you wanted to be or where you thought you were going to be, whether this is something that you meant to or not, right? We're all in a situation that's really tough, but it's also just a really weird transition period where everything's changing. And nothing is Mm. certain, virus or not. College is just a weird thing where a lot of changes happen. So just a reminder to like really be proud of yourself and take that time to give yourself a a rest and a break and really just give yourself time to grow and give yourself the grace to do it because that's so important. 
Yeah, I love that. 